Hi, and welcome to Super Anti-Aging Podcast with myself, Steve Alfern. Hope you're feeling great. If not, maybe after you listen to this podcast and follow some of my suggestions, you will feel great. So, great news, great news. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do and schedule a live podcast where I can take questions. And one of the ways to know when is to uh, subscribe so you'll get a notice of my live broadcast. So what's the good news? The good news is stop being so overwhelmed and confused with all this health information that's coming out right now. It seems post-COVID, you know, the interest, finally, I mean, those health interest has gone through the roof, and uh, literally, and uh, with, with, I'd say, dozens and dozens of new supplement companies opening up every week, you know, and loads and loads of constant uh, posts on all the different news sites. But you've got to take it in context. Who's posting it? You know, is it affiliate? Which is fine. You know, I have no problem with affiliate. You know, uh, was it done on three blind mice? I mean, what? What are there any human studies? Were they really good human studies? Were they paid for human studies, you know, paid for by a company? So you really got to check out the source of information. Let me continue a little theme I had in my last, well, my number of these podcasts. And uh, if people drive, or people don't drive, okay. We have on cars, on all modern day cars, we have something called check engine light. And that tells you what's going on in different systems in the body, right? Your exhaust system, your lubrication system, let you know there might be a problem and check it out before it becomes a problem, <laughs> a big problem. And that's what, as humans, we need to be doing. We need to not wait till the problem comes and uh, start listening again, listening to our bodies. Because that's the best tool. And so, again, an analogy for the car. You know, we have the cell batteries. You know, what's the state of your cell batteries? And, and we have something more incredible than just regular batteries. Our batteries can grow new batteries. And so, don't be messing up your... Don't be messing up your cell batteries with processed food... You know, heated oils, sugar, high sugar intake, all the things you know. And so what I find for most people, it's not really lack of information. I mean, there are nuggets that are kind of really important. And I've gone over these and I go over with my clients, you know, knowing your vitamin D level, knowing your hormone levels, knowing your, you know, your blood counts, you know, all those great markers. They're important. They're sort of like the check engine lights but then you still have to maintain the body just like you maintain your car or anything that's precious with you so the listening the listening the listening is so important and to go over something uh, that is, it should be common knowledge which is reading labels reading those labels and then when you see 50 grams of sugar in one serving Look up on Google a picture of 50 grams of something, and you'll say, oh my gosh, that's... <laughs> and sugar isn't a poison. 
I'm sorry, it's not a poison. It's the amounts of sugar. And then because of that, how our bodies handle it. Okay. Are our pancreatic cells exhausted, producing enough insulin? Do we have insulin resistance where it's producing more and more insulin that's not working? Is our brain hormone system that's involved in glucose control not balancing that out? So, you know, working with someone who can help you uh, balance that out, balance out how your brain, because a fascinating uh, discovery to many diabetologists is that the brain is much involved in glucose control as the pancreas. And the idea that uh, it's just insulin. So we call it non-insulin lowering of blood sugar or clearing the blood sugar, the high blood sugar. And that's what you don't want. And you don't want the spikes. You don't want the up and down spikes. You want nice. Goes up a little bit and levels out. And maybe it goes down a little bit and then bounces out. Nice, smooth activity. And that's what a lot of you know, people are really interested in are getting the uh, glucose patches. And I think some of the new technology is going to catch up. The phones and the, and the Fitbits and all those kind of things will actually measure your blood sugar. So you can really get a handle uh, on what's affecting you. Because sometimes, look, we all like a sweet. But if you take a sweet, maybe with a protein and a little bit of fat, might make a difference. Now, while, again, and I'm going to repeat this concept again, all this confusion with the diet, the diet, the diet. And by the way, the new diet, new diet just came out, and it's pretty much guaranteed to work. Okay. Hold your breath, count to 10, and I'll tell you. It's not the new shots. Those wonderful shots that have the side effects still give you nausea, and we don't know what the long-term effects are in non-diabetics because those medications basically are diabetic medications. So who knows what the long-term effects are when you can do dietary changes because, um, as I mentioned before, about the blood glucose levels and excessive glucose turns to fat and how important it is in the brain to help control glucose levels. Well, when you, however you do it, lose weight, glucose levels seem to come into balance. Unless you have, you know, unless you have autoimmune diabetes where, you know, you just uh, your body is attacking the pancreatic cells. And so that's a whole different story as opposed to acquired. Remember, we have you know, that kind of diabetes, which is, you know, genetic and autoimmune, or some things damaging your pancreatic cells and you're not producing it. And they are coming up with artificial pancreases, and, and that's going to change the game also. But lifestyle, okay. And the lifestyle goes back to, again, listening and those habits, you know, changing those habits, change habit one time, one step at a time, you change the habit, and that's how you build a building, and that's how you build a healthy body. So, uh, you know, w w with all the information, if there's not, you know, what we call compliance, you know, meaning that you're going to stick to something, 
Okay, you're going to stick to them. Because what happens after you do all these shots? What happens after? You're going to get a rebound. You know, you stand these shots forever? No. And uh, are the fat cells going to grow back again? If you don't have the right lifestyle, probably yes. Okay, another nice macrobiome study and the epidemic of as people live longer, as baby boomers live longer, is more Alzheimer's. And they're working on all these wonderful Alzheimer's drugs and this and that. And then they go down the wrong path because it's not really the tau protein. It's a small blood vessels in the brain and now it's inflammation and it's toxicity and on and on and on. Well, this was kind of interesting because they found uh, differences in the microbiome. And it is a really good study. And there seem to be some bad buggies down there that seem to be found only in Alzheimer's patients. And they did some controls so it wasn't, well, you know, what are some other variables? You know, were they eating different or whatnot? Maybe they had lousy habits or other. So possibly the lifestyle or, you know, uh, early genetics or early feeding, maybe early feeding, created this whole imbalance of the diversity of the microbiome. Now, I think back to baby boomers. And before that, mothers breastfed. And babies, for the most part, got a healthy microbiome start. There wasn't as much, you know, uh, unnecessary cesareans, which can affect the microbiome of the baby. And there seemed to be less Alzheimer's now. Could mean that it wasn't diagnosed properly, or, or people were dying earlier. Yeah, those all possibilities. But certainly the possibility of the change, right? The change in our microbiome and that being a factor in affecting baby boomers now. And so what do you do about it? Change your microbiome. Take lots of probiotics, maybe, but if you look at probiotics, you want different kinds of probiotics. You might want to do a microbiome test right, and see what your microbiome looks like. So you have some guidance in how you're going to do this. And my number one that I tell people, okay, fiber, 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 fiber. Find every single way you can get to add that fiber in. If you're not gluten sensitive, okay, pick grains and look at different grains. But beans, start to read labels, start to become a fiber expert. The only issue I see is sometimes people don't hydrate enough and then they'll get constipation because uh, of all the fiber. But you can gradually increase the fiber. Make sure you're taking some mineral supplement, especially for zinc, because fiber can bind up, the phytates can bind up the zinc. But other than that, haven't heard anyone, uh, unless they take psyllium and it gets stuck in their throat because they didn't take enough, you know, they globbed it down. I haven't heard any high mortality statistics because of a, of a healthy microbiome or because of uh, fiber intake. So these are short, motivational, hopefully motivational podcasts get you in that mood to really make those changes. A little bit at a time, start listening to your body, 
you know, start to include some of the nutrients that I think are really top of the list, you know, knowing what your vitamin D levels are, glycine, so important, inexpensive and wonderful for so many things. It's an anti-aging and, and, and fatty liver, so important. Those, you can go two, three grams if you want of glycine, it's an amino acid. You can get in a powder, I put it in my cereal or my drink in the morning, maybe with some taurine and uh, another wonderful amino acid to balance out the system and give you energy. That's what's in Red Bull. We got taurine and caffeine and a couple other things. So that's a really great way to start. You want to put in some, you know, blueberries and you can put in some citrulline for nitric oxide. And that, that's a good start. You know, start slowly. And that's what I try to do with my clients, you know. <laughs> don't, you know, don't burn out the enthusiasm. That's what happens. All that enthusiasm, and then it takes a little bit of work and effort. And then uh, maybe I'm not getting all the results you told me right away, so uh, I'm going to go back to my old habits, which led me down the wrong path. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it on your social media. So uh, as uh, one of my uncles, I'll make a joke because it's my podcast, you know, it was... Uh, forming the mafia, and and they're, they're hitmen that hitmen who have uh, you know their own podcasts and YouTube channels. Uh, they were great influencers, so <laughs> you know you can take coaching from them. You know maybe they had the wrong influence. So I'm trying to become an influencer to influence people to be healthy boomers like I am, and not have all those health complaints they have to bring to their physician because they stopped them early, and you don't have to spend millions of dollars on you see all these gurus with this test and yeah, there might be an indication by the way for if you have a history in your family and you're really concerned you know you can uh, you can take a look at the uh, the liquid biopsy test it looks for different cancer marker fragments in the blood and maybe maybe you know information all information is good but then you want it interpreted by a health professional so you can put it into context because the problem with tests, and now they're all available. People are doing their blood tests and putting it into programs on the web and you know, put it into artificial intelligence and have distant... It's really good to have a practitioner who's been practicing a long time and looked at you know, thousands and thousands of these in the context of patients and to give you a, uh, a big picture of, of what's involved here. And if it's serious or it's not serious or it needs to be followed up or not followed up. Or it's just something that's an abnormality that doesn't mean anything. So we're going to come to the end of this podcast. Uh, again, I will keep you posted on when we'll have live. And then you can have your questions. Thanks again for listening.